0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Proud to say its sugar is made in America. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The White House has proposed a new strategy that seeks to end hunger and boost physical activity by 2030. But the plan can expect to see some roadblocks on Capitol Hill. The strategy offers five major pillars, improving food access and affordability, integrating nutrition and health, making sure consumers have access to healthy choices, encouraging physical activity, and boosting nutrition and food security research. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack sat down with AgriPulse on the sidelines of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture get-together in New York today and said no one effort has his highest priority, but school lunch will be an important aspect of the Biden administration's goals. So we are going to push uh, a pathway to universal free meals by initially looking at what is called community eligibility. That's a program that basically says if you have a significant number of your kids who are free and reduced, in other words, yeah, you know, you got a lot of kids, you come from a poor area of the country, or poor, poor area of a city, you don't have to go have parents fill out the application form and have to verify what they make and all of that. Free school meals were offered during the COVID-19 pandemic, but the benefit was removed during the drafting of a government funding bill. Long story short, those that don't qualify for free or reduced school lunches started paying for them again at the beginning of this school year. And Republican Senator Chuck Grassley says there might be pushback on his side of the aisle to making something like that permanent. The nutrition program is to help low-income and lower-income people with uh, help that they need. Uh, I don't think we should be subsidizing hot lunches for wealthy people. There's a long list of other recommendations in the Biden administration's strategy, which you can read in our coverage on agripulse.com. And stay tuned to Agripulse for more from tomorrow's White House conference on hunger, nutrition, and health. USDA will soon begin accepting applications for $500 million in grants aimed at boosting domestic fertilizer production, The Fertilizer Production Expansion Program will look to support independent fertilizer producers. There's also support for new innovations in the space. The program will have two application windows, a 45-day window for projects that could boost capacity for the 2023 and 2024 crop years, and a longer 90-day window for projects that will need a little more time. Finally today, antibiotic stewardship was on the agenda for the Farm Foundation at a recent meeting. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer followed along and has more.
1: A Farm Foundation webinar today offered updates on antimicrobial stewardship. In June, the Food and Drug Administration will require veterinary prescriptions for certain medically important drugs. FDA's William Flynn wants farmers and ranchers to prepare.
0: And want to make sure they understand what sort of changes are coming uh, and emphasize the need to to, uh, uh, start planning for that and working uh, with their veterinarian Uh, or making contact with a veterinarian that can help make sure that they have the products they need on hand uh, when these changes go into effect and and that they can have uh, those products on hand when when they need them in the future.
1: The Agriculture Department's Animal Plant Health Inspection Service continues to research antimicrobial use and development of resistance. Chelsea Shively is with APHIS. Having a better understanding of antimicrobial resistance and animal health pathogens will help veterinarians and producers make better treatment decisions and hopefully reduce the use of ineffective antimicrobials. Judicious use of the medications maintains their usefulness. Iowa State University plant disease expert Allison Robertson says that's true for fungicides used on crops, where resistance is also emerging. Communication and education is key to protecting the antifungal fungicide tools that we have in our toolbox. Online dashboards and apps can help farmers see in near real time what's impacting their livestock or crops and where resistance may be emerging. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse.
0: Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar farmers and workers are proud to say that our sugar is made in America. A strong U.S. sugar policy supports a sustainable, efficient, and resilient supply chain for this essential ingredient. Learn more at sugarreliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.